good uh good evening right hey, it's already hey, evening yeah, it's starting evening right yes. so welcome back to uh a bible talk in an empire i'm pastor david pastor lasero and we're glad to have you, you have yes. anything to say oh yeah i'm excited that we're uh coming back and doing these podcasts and just hoping that that uh the words that we share uh we want you to know that that we both study the word and 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 we share our thoughts with each other because uh one of the things that pastor david always says you can't do this christianity by ourselves we cannot do this by ourselves yeah and that's why this podcast is so important not only to us but we know that it's important for you guys to listen to a couple pastors discuss scripture and how it impacts our lives now and in within our community yeah it's so important that we do that you know that's the whole purpose of this and and uh one of the i know it's been a while since we've been on but you know we've been going through some things and you know the lord just really put this on my heart and my dad and i discussed what we're going to be talking about right now and it's about the questions about covid the questions about death and health um which has been real difficult i mean for us you know right. coping through you know your wife my mother's yes. uh sickness and losing her um you know we dealt we dealt it with different ways right you know, um, God deals with you in a different way and he deals with me in a different way. And I'll, I'm going to share my experience, if yes. you don't mind right now. Yes. But, you know, when my mother ended up sick and everything, it, it was one of the things I asked the Lord is to give me peace. And he gave me so much peace during this time to deal with it, um, you know, because I just felt that God was just, the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me to, you know, I need to be there for you, mm -hmm. you know, as my dad. And to be there for my siblings and my nieces and nephews. And I asked Lord to give me strength. You know, you're going to do what you're going to do. And like I always say, I never understand God. God loves me. He loved me so much. I don't understand why. He sent his son to die for me. I don't understand why. Okay. And he sent his son to save my soul so he could serve him. And I don't understand why. But it's because of God's love. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the understanding we have, right? Right. And that I'm to depend on him and trust in him and let him lead my life. And, you know, as my mother was sick, um, it's just been, it was tough. But the peace that I had, I'll never understand. The peace that I have now, I'll never understand. Don't get me wrong. I shed tears for her. But I'm able to talk about her, you know, talk about her death, who the person, who she was. The impact she had on my life and everybody else's and you know and sometimes it gets hard but it's important that we see in scripture what god does he does you know and nothing can stop him from doing what he does and but the thing is if we want to answer you know just try to talk about some of the questions that i've been asked you know i've had people come up to me and and ask me you know what about this COVID? you know my cousin's sick or i lost this family member how do i deal with it well, I'm going to open up with one scripture, and then we could go from there, okay? If you have your Bibles out there, you could go to Job chapter 42, verse 2. And this is at the end of Job, you know, and Job lost his children. His children were taken from him, his sons, his possessions, um, and everything. And all that time that he was being talked to by his friends, that he was even diseased, you know, had sores on his body, and he's sitting in a trash pile. He didn't turn his back on God. 
he continued to trust God in everything. And he understood that God has had a purpose for something, for everything. He didn't know what it was, but he had a purpose. And that although he was crushed, he trusted God so much that he would get through all of this mess of losing his children and everything. And this scripture is so important in Job 42.2 because here's what Job says. He says, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, the NLT. It says, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. Amen. That's right. You know, and Job knows that God, whatever he does, he's doing it for something and, and nothing can stop God from fulfilling his purpose. And just like with you and me. As pastors, as teachers, as as Christians, God had a purpose in our lives before we were born. That's right. Even though we weren't serving him when we came into this world and we got saved and he appointed us to positions and, and God does it. But coming back to where we're at right now, just with the hurt you and I and our family, my brothers and my sister, all of us are going through, my aunts and uncles about losing my mom. Mm-hmm. How do we deal with it? Right. You know, how do we deal with it? Well, like it says here. Can't stop God from doing anything. We prayed for her healing. And some people says, well, she wasn't healed. But yes, she was. You know, she mm-hmm. has a new body and everything else. And I never doubted that. Whether she lived or died, she was healed. You know, God would have healed her if she stayed. God would have healed her. He healed her as she, he took her. Right. Gave her a new body, everything. And, and some people won't understand that. But I don't know if you could explain that a little bit easier. Because I can't, you know. Yeah. I, the one way I could I could explain it. Uh, especially with this experience. And, and I know some people don't like when uh, we give our testimony, uh, when we talk about spiritual things and we label it, well, this is what I experienced. Well, life is experience. Life is going through things. And the spiritual aspect of it is our relationship with God. Yeah. And I remember the week, it was uh, on a Monday, the Monday before uh, the Sunday that, that my wife passed away. On that Monday, I had this great sense that my wife was going to come home that following weekend. Uh-huh. And so she ended up uh, coding on Wednesday. Uh, they brought her back. Uh, we were able to go see her. Some of us, not, not all of us could go up there. Uh, on Thursday, Thursday night, I saw her again Friday. Um, and I still had that sense, you know, that, you know, she's going to come home this weekend. Saturday, I get a call from the from the doctor that she had at the beginning who said, I'm a retired doctor, meaning that he had stopped practicing. But yet he was asked by the doctor that was attending to her needs now, uh, asked him to call. And I'm thinking, okay, so this is this is what I needed. I had, <clears throat> I had told the doctor, I says, you know, I need to know what are what is your sense in all this. And she's not doing very well at all. And um, and he said that that one thing. He said, all we can do is pray. And that if she comes through this, it has to be a miracle. And I told him, thank you, doctor. Because that's my thought also. 
Only God can do this. And so Sunday morning at 5.22, my phone rings. And uh, I knew. I knew something had happened. I knew that that either the Lord had taken her or that she came out of the sedation. She came out of the coma and she was, you know, made well here on earth. And, uh, you know, it turned out that she, she passed away. She had passed away 10 minutes before I got the call. And so this is how I explain knowing God's purpose is never, never thwarted, never stopped by the hands of men. Yeah. I could stand upon not only God's word, but I stand upon my testimony, my experience. God's word is true, never changes. My experience will change as my relationship to God changes, as I grow in the Lord. This is one of the greatest struggles in my whole life. That Sunday morning, I made sure that I was at my church. Mm -hmm. yeah. I made sure that all those that would gather with me would know that I believe in the love and I believe in the power of a mighty God whose purposes will always be fulfilled. That not only our desires may not be equal to his purpose, and we need to understand that. I desired for my wife to, to be healed long, long before she was taken. Yeah. And you need to know my experience is that my wife was diagnosed with a with a terminal illness 20, 30 years ago. And we prayed, and it took two and a half years before the doctor said she no longer had hepatitis C. Yeah. There was no evidence of it. I know the times that she's had pneumonia. It didn't look like she was going to make it, and the Lord brought her through. Yep. So it's not like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, your, your prayers aren't being answered. No. Our prayers are always, God, thy will be done. Lord, help us to walk through your will, and your purpose, we don't always know what it is. Yeah. And so in prayer, we surrender ourselves. In prayer, we, we ask the Lord to help give us the strength and the ability, just like Job, to say, in spite of all that he went through, he was able to say, it is your purpose. It is your will. Yeah. And who am I, a man, to even try to understand a little part about what you want to do? Yeah. with this whole universe and so that's where we're at you know the pain of her of our loss not her loss our loss yeah and and and, and just dealing with the day-to-day -day aspects of you know i'm no longer the loves you know i'm just one love yeah <laughs> we're not the loves it's no longer margie and lazaro it's no longer marguerite and lazaro no longer pastor lazaro and pastor marguerite it's it's just me just me. And just like Pastor David said, I found strength, in, and this is so important in our Christian walk, that we usually find strength when we stand for not only ourselves. When we pray 
Lord, strengthen me. And we add to that prayer, strengthen me so I could strengthen others. Yeah. Strengthen me so others can lean on me. Give me the strength of your spirit. Give me your comfort so I could be a comfort to others. Yeah. And so when we lean on the Lord and we ask for strength, that it could be used for the purpose of reaching out and comforting others, it's amazing how much strength you do receive, how you realize that you're able to see God's hand upon your life as it touches the lives of others. Yeah. And that's what I stand on. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing is it, if we weren't serving the Lord, I mean, we'd probably be going crazy and nuts oh, yeah, right now. Yeah. But we have that hope. And that's the yeah. thing people don't understand. Like people are asking me, well, how do you handle it? You know, you mm-hmm. can, because, you, you know, I have to tell them about my mom and how we dealt with it mm-hmm. because I'm getting so many questions like at work because mm-hmm. fam, pe- their family members are getting at people from work. And it's like, that's, I get, draw my strength from knowing that. I trust in God that right. His Word is true. That's right. That it, it 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 fulfills every need that I have in the hope, the love, the peace, the embracing that He gives mm-hmm. me, and I have to share that with others. That we don't mourn like others. Right. We don't mourn like those who don't serve Christ. Right. It's completely different. You see the differences, but um, I just want everybody to understand that. You know, the testimony my dad just gave right now, he's just telling you the, the peace that he has. You know, that day Ma died, you know, the first thing I had to do was tell everybody, hey, she's gone. She's healed. I'm going to church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Amen. praise the Lord. Yeah. That's because if I didn't, you know, I I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. But mm-hmm. I had to be with my church family. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I had my loved ones, my wife and my yes. kids and all that, you, I had to be with my church family just like you did too. Yes. We find what? What do we find? Encouragement, support from them, right? right? The prayers. But, you know, just like in in, in the Psalms, Psalms chapter 3, you know, it it doesn't matter what we go through in this world. The Lord is with us all the time. He's there for us constantly. And if you want to, Pastor Lacido, you could read Psalm chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. If you want to read that. Yeah. Psalms 3, verses 3 through 5. But you, Lord, are shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. Yeah. And in mine, my, the NLT, it says in verse 5, I lay down and, sl- and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. Amen. That's it. You see that, you know, when my mother died, I had, I slept like a baby because I knew that she was with the Lord. Although I missed her, you know, and, and, you know, our mom's in my routine every morning, she'd either call me or I'd call her, right? Right. For a minute. And it was hard because I didn't talk to her for what, almost a few weeks. Right. And then now it's been months, but you know, God has, I, you know what I did the other day? I have to admit this. I, I ended up calling her phone uh-huh. yesterday, matter of fact, just to hear her voice. Mm-hmm. Are you glad I'm p- still paying for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, because even though I hear it in videos, I just wanted to hear that greeting, you know, that she had. Because she had this beautiful, soft voice, you yes. know, to hear that. Yes. But in Psalm 27, um, you know, that's my life verse, Psalm 27. And this, this, this chapter of Psalm has always sustained me. And the, the verse four is says on Psalm twenty seven, the one thing I ask of the Lord, 
the thing I seek most. Did you hear that? The thing I seek most Mm -hmm. is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in his temple. See, to live in his house, to be in him, for him to be in me. That's the house we're talking about. And when you have questions about this sickness and stuff, it's something that happened. This is this is something that was released by man, okay? And we're never going to know why the evil of, of, of men, okay, why it's done, okay? Um, you know, they said it came out of China, out of the Wuhan labs. It was released. Why? We don't know how, whatever. I'm not, and I'm not even going to get into it, but it comes down to, you know, when somebody gets it, somebody dies, everybody wants to blame God, and it's not God. It's the evil of this world, the evil of that being released, and what caused that person to die. It's the circumstances at that time. And this is where we have to look at the Lord. We have to look at the Lord for everything. You know, everybody wants to blame God. Don't blame God for the evil of man. God gave you a choice. He gave you a choice to serve him or not serve him. Okay? And that's the one thing. We're not robots Mm-hmm. to God. Okay. And, and that's, what's so important, but he dwells in me. That's the house I live in. And, and meditating in his temple is being with him, being covered by him. And, and we have to remember that that's what sustained me during this time. And what sustains me to this day, every single day is looking that I want to stay with the Lord, be in his house and not worry about anything else. Amen. I can't worry about losing you as my dad, mm-hmm. you know, as pastor Lassiter. All I know is I love you, and if the Lord decides to take you or me, we're still going to rejoice. Mm-hmm. We're going to be sad, but see, people don't understand that how we could do that. But it's our hope and our love in Jesus Christ who lives in us, Amen. who guides and leads us, and, and his word is our life. His word sustains us. His word we live. We're not perfect. We sin, but we live his word mm-hmm. as much as we can, and and that's what's so important. Amen. Know? The, the scripture that you just read about seeking uh, much of the promises that we have in the, in the word of God, much of the promises given to us from God is, is, has a part of action on our part where, where, like I had said before, both of us, we, we, we just knew in our own individual hearts, we didn't discuss it. Uh, Pastor David was going to be going to his church and, and, and I, I, I decided to go ahead and go to the Hoopa Valley uh, Fellowship to be with, with my son, my daughter, my, my family. And uh, it was that initial reaction based on faith, based on, based on truth. Mm-hmm. But it is a journey. It is an action that we take. We seek God's will. We seek to be in His presence. Uh, we can't cry out and say, give me peace. And then run off and, and go to the local bar or go to the yeah. uh, the street corner and, and, and try to find some way to, to clear the pain. No, we, we continue to seek the Lord, seek his presence. And that's what sustained us, you know, through these months. Yeah, um, It's getting better, you know, and you need to know that. Uh, I know now some of us would, would talk about the stages of grief and, and I know that we've all gone through several of them, and I don't know if you've ever had to go through uh, a grief process, but um, some stages get repeated. You know, uh, I know that at the very beginning, I heard my wife call me by name, you know, and and it, it was really interesting that it was at the time 
that I would have expected her to call me. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like like she's here. Uh, you know, where God has made us wonderfully made. He created us in such a way that our minds, our our organs, our soul, our spirit are intertwined and, and, and so responsive to to the healing process of our minds and heart. Um, I know I heard her voice because I needed to hear her voice. Okay? And it was easy to hear her voice and recognize her voice because I had heard it so many times. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was a realization that she's not here. That whole process of denial, you know, she she can't be gone. I, I can't believe that. So, in one sense, I'm strong and believing and trusting in God. In the one I can't see. But the one I've seen for 42 years, I can't see anymore. And I can't believe that she's gone. And so that's the way we walk our journey. We walk that journey in faith. And we continue to listen to God. Seek his presence. Seek that place. You know, the reason I, I talk about a place is uh, I know in the world and, and, and even within the Christian uh, communities, we talk about being in a dark place. We can go there. We find ourselves in dark places all the time. Yeah. But to know that we are made in the image of God who is light. That we are His children, the children of light, will cause us to seek His light, seek His presence, so that He may reach down and pull us out of that dark place. We don't need to continue in a dark place. He is able to rescue us. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how long you've known the Lord, what we learned, just like Job. Job knew the Lord. Yep. And yet at the end of the book, he is the one proclaiming, I don't know nothing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I don't know anything. You are the sovereign one. You are the one that knows all things. Who am I to bring questions to you? Yeah. Who am I to bring judgment to the Almighty God? And so that may not be comforting at times. It is a realization of what truth is. And we walk in truth. When we walk in truth, then we are free. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm -hmm. And that is true within uh, our lives where the Lord has taken us out of addiction, has taken us out of the, the, the sin in this world, has taken us out of that darkness and into his marvelous light, we give testimony of those great that great moment of salvation, and we need to testify that that is, that is something that we do on a daily basis, that as we walk through this life, as we walk this journey, we walk it together, and we encourage each other, and we encourage each other in the light. The darkness is broken. The darkness is gone because we're walking in the light of Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And you, you hit something on the on the head there with, with the questions, you mm -hmm. know, when Job's asking questions, you know, and that's one thing that I I prayed about. I said, Lord, I'm not even going to question why you did what you did, why you took my mother, 
because I'll never understand it. Mm-hmm. And praise God for that, because if if I didn't pray that, I'd be asking why, why, why. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna read this last scripture here. It's it's First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, and I want to end with this, and I want you to close after I read this, Pastor Lasseter, okay. and just comment on it. And and let's go there. See, we know as Christians where our loved ones are going, our Christian brothers and sisters. And this is what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, I'm starting off with, says, okay? It says, this is the hope of the resurrection. And we could call this the blessed hope. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we want you to know what will happen to the believers who have died. So you will not grieve like people who have no hope. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. We tell you this directly from the Lord. We who are still living when the Lord returns will not meet him ahead of those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, First, the Christians who have died will rise from their graves. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. Amen. So encourage each other with these words. Amen. That's our hope. Amen. And we know. See, That's we know it. our destiny. We know our brothers and sisters. We know where my mom is at. Right. We know where your wife is at. Yes. And we're going to be there again with her. That's right. You know, that's our hope. Amen. Right? And and the exciting thing about it is that we have the tendency of making life seem so long. <laughs> oh, my God. How long must we dwell in this place? How long must we stay here? Yeah. And and so we, we jump to that conclusion, you know, about about being in heaven. Okay? And And the funny thing about that word hope is that it's always something that is beyond our current expectation. We have to hope in Christ. We have to hope in our God, who is all-knowing, all-powerful. He is the one in control. Even, even when the disciples were, were asking uh, the Lord, you know, when, when is it that, that, that you'll restore the, the kingdom? When is it that... This is going to happen or that is going to happen. You know, when is it that we will all go to heaven, so to speak? And Jesus told him, you know what? That's that's not in my hand. And it's definitely not in your hands. It's in the hand of my Father. And so that day, which is spoken of in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, that day is not known to us. Through all the things that we're going through in 2020, okay? That day is not known to us. You may refer to scripture that says, this is the beginning, the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of the end. And as we read those scriptures, you need to remember in the first century, they all had the same expectation that in their lifetime, Jesus was coming back because of all the suffering. So we struggle. It is a suffering. 
that we go through. But yet we, unlike those who don't believe, who don't have faith, who may not know, have that gotten to that place. We who believe, we have a great hope, a true hope, that these things will come to pass. And greatest part of all is that God is with us. Amen. Amen. He has never left us. He has never forsaken us. And we have this truth to hold on to. So even though it may seem like we are, we're losing hope, we can't because the hope that we have is in the one who is everlasting. The one that has given us everlasting life is everlasting himself. And he will never fail us. And that's why we can't, like Job, rejoice in spite of all the losses, in spite of all the difficulties. You know, we we here in our household, we, we suffered. We were sick. We were sick. To me, it was amazing. My, I ended up taking Margie to the hospital emergency on the 17th. I, I, I wasn't, they had, they hadn't anything ready for, for me to be tested. I didn't get tested till the 22nd, just five days later. And it took two weeks for me to get a, 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 a negative. In other words, they said I didn't have COVID. I was sick. I was sick. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, you know, they talk about false negatives and stuff yeah. like that. I don't know. Well, all I know is that the sickest I ever got was during the time my wife was in the hospital. That's when I was sick. That's when I was curled up. That's when I was crying out to God. Real similar to King David when, when he was told that his, his baby from, from Bathsheba was going to be taken from them. And he fasted. And he cried out. He couldn't eat. Yep. And then when the child was taken, he rose up and told his servants, give me some food, I'm hungry. And his radiance, the, the look on his face was one of hope because he told his servants, my child cannot come to me, but I will go to him. Yep. Amen. And so that's the same hope that we have. We don't, we could suffer through when they're sick. We could suffer through eventually to the point of, of, of their lives being taken. But we rise up in our bed of affliction, in our bed of sickness, our bed of sorrow. We rise up and say the same thing. They can't come to us, but we will go to them. Yep. Amen. Because of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yes. You know, and you continue to trust the Lord. And, and I pray that this talk helped you today that you get a better understanding of um you know basically give it all to god that's what Amen. we're trying to tell you give it all to god because we're never going to understand and i think that's the whole purpose of this talk is to know that our hope though is that in jesus and we know like you said we know we're going to be with our family members again Amen. we know we're going to be in glory with them and that's what we hope for and that's what I pray that all of you hope for out there, that the Lord would just give you an understanding of trusting him. His purpose is his purpose. His will is his will. We'll never understand. And if you look, and I'm going to read the last, the second part of Job 42, and we're going to go to verse four. And uh, I mean, verse three, and it says, 
You ask, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? (laughs) It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Mm -hmm. Things far too wonderful for me. Mm -hmm. Okay? And he, he, he goes on to say, you said, listen, and I will speak. I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said, and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. Mm-hmm. You see, he didn't understand God. He says, I don't know. Like you said, I know nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything either. Mm-hmm. But trust in the Lord. Amen. 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 So we're going to end here. So if you want to ask us questions or send us prayer requests, comments, Send it to David at beaconhill.church. Again, that's David at beaconhill.church. If you don't have a, a, a church to go to in this area, and you know we're out in the, the Riverside, Corona, Norco area, uh, go to beaconhill.life and check out our churches. We have, we have three churches and five faith communities, and join us. I mean, on Facebook Live also, you go to beaconhill.life, uh, and you can watch us on Facebook Live. Amen. 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 So God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. And hopefully we won't take this long to do another podcast. Okay. (laughs) So pass it around and share it. Okay. God bless you guys. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.